Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us again uh, on the light breakfast. It's a free clinic on HealthWise today, so let's answer some medical questions, shall we? Christine, what's your question for Dr. Rajbans? Recently, I have frozen shoulder. Okay. So can can she advise me, please? Yeah, I mean, if you got a. I'm going for the jab once. I think it's steroid lah. Yeah, I think uh, the steroid injection will help uh, reduce the pain, and you know, for a while. But I think the best is go for physiotherapy. Physiotherapy. Yeah, you must go for physiotherapy. Come back again. Yeah, I know. But I think if you do the right physiotherapy, they will do the exercises for you. They'll teach you the exercises. Then after you just go home and carry on doing the exercises, and slowly the stiffness will get better, the pain will get better. Hopefully, it gets relieved, lah. Huh? But actually, what frozen shoulder, the doctor? Is it because of the muscle? No, frozen shoulder basically is like uh, you know the arthritis of the shoulder, just like you get knee arthritis, osteoarthritis of the knee, the back. So you can get in the shoulder also. So it's an inflammation. I cannot do hard work, lah. Once you get your exercise done, the hand better, you can slowly start some of the household, but must be careful, lah. Don't overdo because then you can again increase the pain and then the problem will start again. So I think go and see the physiotherapist. They'll put you through an exercise program. Slowly it'll get better. Uh, sometimes you can try foods that uh, or supplement that bring down your inflammation, like the fish oils and all that, and see whether all that will help, lah. But it can slowly be cured, lah, is it? Yeah, with the exercise and all, it can get better, lah. Whether get cured might be difficult, but at least your pain and uh, you know the stiffness will get better, and at least you can go about doing your normal work. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, doctor. Thank you, Susan. What is your question for Doctor Rajbans? I'm had an operation. Uh, I'm nearly five years at the backbone, uh, and with 10 screw implanted on it. Lah. L1, L2, L3, L4, and S1. And then now uh, my two legs are numb. Is it? And then like very stiff, the anchor there very stiff and very, a little bit like, heavy like that. So, yeah, so are you, are you a diabetic? Uh? Around 6 point something. Lah, diabetic. Okay, not so. Are you taking medication? No. Yeah, yeah. Taking uh, medication uh, because sometimes diabetes can cause this numbness and a bit uh, of the stiffness. Uh, so, are you taking any sort of uh, supplements or what to help that? Supplement doctor, they give me gaban pentina, vitamin, uh, all this, apply to calcium. La. What about B12 and all? Uh, yes, B12. So, I mean, uh, this uh, gabapentin is a medication. So, they actually uh, given you all the things for the nerves. Uh, have you tried physiotherapy? Yeah. It's going like for already five years. Doctor said, wait for time, wait for time, time, time. Doctor said, it takes time because of the nerve after operation. So, so what could, could, be, could be that or could be part of the diabetes. So, I mean, they already given you all the medications that they normally will give for nerves. And ah. you're doing the physiotherapy. So, you just have to carry on and, and hopefully it slowly recovers. Oh, because already five years, I scared mm. Worse. I don't think so it will get worse but if you must make uh, make sure your diabetes is well controlled keep on doing the physiotherapy carry on the supplements and then uh, hopefully at least it won't get worse like to stay the same how much it improves we cannot say but at least make sure it doesn't get worse la. so physiotherapy is very important the exercise part is important oh oh oh, oh. because now MCO uh, we didn't go for 4-5 uh, months uh, <laughs> now, can, now can start back again really very important uh, that one won't Paralyzed or what? No, 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 you won't get paralyzed, don't worry. But maintain your physiotherapy and all your medication. We have a question here on our DG Lightline from Cheryl. Uh, she has had two other doctors' opinion on this. The first doctor said that she should take the vaccine, HPV vaccination, as a precaution, whereas the second doctor said that it is not necessary because HPV vaccine has other side effects on her body. And instead, she can just go for her regular pap smear. And both her husband and her, they went for HIV check, both tested negative. She also recently went for a pap smear and her results were normal. 
Should she still take the vaccine knowing that she won't get HPV since uh, her results are normal and both her and her husband tested negative? Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, you know, HPV vaccine is more for risk of CS cervix. And if you get this infection, then your risk of CS cervix increases. But normally, the people who are at risk of uh, getting this infection are people who have multiple partners. Right. And if you don't have that sort of risk factor and your chances of getting uh, this virus is very low, then you really don't really need to take the vaccine, I suppose. But if you have a family history of cancer and if you think the risk is there, uh, then you might want to take. But I think what she's done is right, you know, maybe go for regular screening and see. And if there's no side of uh, signs of any chance or risk of getting this virus or getting CSO weeks, then I think she can maybe not even take the vaccine if she don't need to. Right. Yeah. I mean, most vaccines are safe now, but you know, every vaccine will have their own issues. The normal ones that we give children are normally very safe. As an adult, whether you really need it, again, depends on your risk factor. Right. For example, elderly person today, uh, above 70, 75, should take a flu vaccine, should take a pneumococcal vaccine because it prevents the risk of getting infections. It's, okay. This age group very high now, you know, with what's happening in COVID. So, that's important. Same with children. For ladies uh, with the HPV vaccine, whether it's again the risk factor. Madam Ho, you have a medical question? Now the problem I'm facing, you know, uh, our breast line uh, underneath, uh, always like very, very tightening, you know, like something like, oh, yeah, like a snake, yeah. Uh, uh, roll you, you know, very, very, very tightening. I've seen two acupuncture, I've seen the clinic, I went to the hospital. The result, they say, they told me it's the gastric and, uh, and also it's the muscle. But after that, I go for acupuncture, I go for one night stay in this emergency day. Also, I come back the same night, also I feel the very tightening under my breast line. So I just want to know what is the real cause. According to the acupuncture, they say it's onion and muscle. Well, doctor, the... It, it seems like it's more of a tightening of the chest, but she feels it under her breast line. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you have to look at a whole lot of things there, you know, because you're looking at, uh, of course, the, like this used the word angin, which is, you know, wind. Uh, so, sometimes reflux, esophagitis, you know, uh, sort of like a gastritis, peptic ulcers can sometimes present with weird sort of pains. Uh, you're looking at muscle areas there, bones. Um, now, you also worry because underneath is the heart and sometimes heart pains can come as a constricting pain. Um, and then, of course, there's lungs. Uh, if there's something uh, in the lung itself, something chronic going on can also cause pains. So, uh, uh, so many areas look at sometimes referred pain from the back. Uh, somebody who has got a spine problem like, you know, uh, spondylosis of the uh, lumbar uh, thoracic, they actually compress the nerves and that can actually radiate sometimes, you know, looking like tightening of mm. the chair. So, uh, I mean, she's gone to the emergency and uh, she's seen. So, I'm sure simple things like... Uh, ECG would have been normal uh, so the doctors would have to rule out but I think she has to go back and maybe uh, go and see a specialist and uh, rule out things like you know a spine problem a reflux esophagitis gastritis make sure it's not thing from the heart though it's unlikely but you still want to rule it out you know people always uh, somehow misdiagnose heart problems in uh, women especially mm. so all these things she has to be looked at I think we shouldn't pass it off as just a simple thing like you know the word she used angi we should actually come to the source of the issue find a get a diagnosis and then uh, unless you cannot get any other diagnosis uh, then you have to think whether it's just something that is like anxiety or what but that will be the last thing that you think of you think of all these other things uh, and, you know and then try to come to a sort of a diagnosis and then help her to see how we can treat her
But going to the acupuncturist, would that have been the right thing to do or would she just have, should have gone to some specialist? I mean, she already tried the emergency room. Right. So yeah, she went to the hospital, she went to the clinic and yeah. she even went to the emergency yeah, room. Yeah, so probably since everyone said nothing, nothing, she would have tried uh, maybe try acupuncture because right. sometimes all this sort of vague pain, sometimes acupuncture might help. But that also didn't help. So, you know, uh, it's good for to go back and maybe get a specialist opinion and see what's going on. But it might be more complex than yeah, just onion, right. right? Yeah, Okay. We have a question from Omar on the Digi Lightline Doctor. Uh, he has a question about his skin condition. He said that he has psoriasis. He's asking what he can do to improve and control his condition. He does not have problem with sleep since I get the condition nine years ago when I'm 18. Okay. What does sleep has to do with psoriasis? Sometimes uh, some people get very itchy and then they can't sleep at night. So right. Maybe that's why I'm trying to say. Okay. So he's been sleeping okay. Yeah. And he's, been, he's had psoriasis since he was 18. That was nine years ago. I mean, it's a chronic uh, skin disease. So it's actually more like an autoimmune because they also get associated joint pain sometimes, you know. They can get a sort of uh, joint pains in the hands, the back. Uh, so they call it psoriatic arthropathy. So it can be quite serious. Sometimes when the flare-up comes, you know, the lesions can be all over and they can be, you know, quite... Some people even get very itchy. Being an autoimmune condition, I mean, lifestyle plays a role. I think uh, you have to look at, uh, you know, changing again, cutting off all foods that are inflammatory, going more into plant-based diets, going more into healthier stuff, good fats and things like that. But I think today the doctors have got uh, different, different modalities of treatment, you know, from creams to different medications. And also they've got new, new drugs that have come out that actually have a very good sort of a response to phosphoriasis. So I think they should, uh, he should actually go and see a, a skin specialist and uh, make sure that they explain to him what he needs to do because psoriasis there's so many from a simple skin where you can hardly see you know behind the ears and just below the, uh, below the elbows to lesions that are very severe you know they look like a very uh, raised up lesions right, and right. can get infected so they get a s different degrees of uh, uh, severity so I think you should see a skin specialist so that uh, along the way they can advise him and change the modalities of treatment from simple creams to maybe even stronger medications if necessary but from my point of view I think it's best that he change uh, his lifestyle I've found patients of mine with these autoimmune issues that who really go into a healthy diet very plant based exercise you know manage their stress uh, certain supplements that will reduce inflammation and a lot of them actually sort of a uh, the disease sort of, you know, doesn't disappear, but it's definitely Eases subdued. Is it all just mm. subdued? So they at least live like normal without any issues. It's funny though that it comes on suddenly. Why does it happen suddenly? Uh, I don't know because maybe it's uh, underlying genes and something triggers right. it off. Mm. Okay. So all this autoimmune, we don't know what happens that triggers off these uh, autoimmune conditions. Uh. 